What's up, everyone? Uh, welcome to Indeed, the independent wrestling podcast. We're here on Fightful Overbooked in a new home. Dude, I don't know if I smoked the whole time that we were on the last, our last incarnation, but starting this one, I wanted to be hitting this weed pin to show you what type of time Mike and I are on out here for Indeed. We're getting high. We're watching the best independent wrestling shows. <laughs> best independent wrestlers and we're just having the best time am i right absolutely so <laughs> we're on fightful overbook you yes. already know who righteous Reg is. oh that's I'm, me i'm mike hamley uh mm-hmm. yeah i talk about independent wrestling with reg yep that's most of what i watch and what better place to do it than on the internet you know yes a podcast right we're continuing our journey called indeed started a little while ago um, we had a little bit of a hiatus, but Mike and I were in constant contact almost every day talking wrestling because we are obsessed and we obsessively obsess over everything pro wrestling. So we're always in contact and we always knew that we were going to bring it back, changed up the format just a little bit. We're still talking about all the independent wrestling yeah. in the world that there is. and But we just wanted to make sure to be able to mix it up and have more independent wrestling talked about pretty much like our last format was kind of like we talk about one or two big shows go through those this time we want to do it to where it's like we each are going to bring you five independent wrestling matches from different promotions that way we can cover a bunch of different bases we could talk about a bunch of different wrestlers a bunch of different wrestling promotions because independent wrestling is super duper hot like we watch Mike and I watch an obsessive amount of pro wrestling, and there's still like so much more. You know what I mean? Like we watch a lot, and there's still like a million other things that are going on. So we're just gonna tell y'all about the dope shit that we like, pretty much. Yeah, definitely. There's uh, you know, a whole lot happening around the scene. So obviously, <laughs> we'll cover some announcements. You know, oh there's uh, been a lot coming out this time of the year, Jeez. and. Uh, a, an old feature of the show that's sticking around is, of course, the uh, the gift of the week. Mm-hmm. We each pick, you know, one of those crazy spot foo. We'll try not to things. do <laughs> bingo and uh, commander clips every single week. We're gonna try to mix it up. <laughs> but they, I mean, they make it hard though. <laughs> they make it so hard. My my one of my main matches with Kingo's featured in, and like there was at minimum minimum 10 things that are like blew my mind away it was crazy so yeah yeah they're uh like gift factory humans it's ridiculous they're birthed off that it's like when we used to play video games back in the day and we were like damn wrestling is crazy it's like no these guys are like actual video game characters when i see will osprey do some things when i see vikingo do some things i'm like we, I used to create video game characters like you guys, and now you're real life. Kenny Omega, like y'all are what we used to spam our wrestlers with all the best moves. And now it's like, no, the real wrestlers are actually like that now. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Omega is like a human video game character. Yeah. Like in every, like right down to presentation though, like it, it's very accurate. Uh, yeah. Watching Vikingo do shit. It's, it's like when you play Tony Hawk Pro Skater and you mm-hmm. do these skate tricks that it's like, yeah. no one will ever do this. No one on can do that. No. <laughs> no one's ever going to do this on a skateboard. They'll die. 
And then Vikingo, I pray for his life on like half the if he's diving to the outside, I'm just like it's it's hard. <laughs> like it's like some of that some of his shit. I, I watched I watched the I watched your match back today mm-hmm. from your list and like I'm just I'm watching through my eyes for so much shit. Seriously, we'll, and we'll he talk. didn't even get on anything high this time. Like he was you know, the top rope was like the highest thing. He usually is like trying to find some fucking something crazy to jump off, and he didn't even need that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, since we're talking about this match, you want to start with it? Yeah, let's definitely start from mixed. there. It's a great way to to start the show. Part of GCW's show. Let me get the exact name because um, it was GCW. Don't talk to me. The main event. Um, there was some, I don't want to say controversy, but when Vikingo was announced for independent wrestling shows, originally AAA was like, we don't want it to be streamed. Only the people that are live at the shows are able to see the thing. I don't know what, I don't know why they did this. I don't know what was going on. They had a change of heart. They started announcing that anytime Vikingo's featured on a show, now it's going to be streamed. I think this was one of the first ones. Main event of GCW, don't talk to me. The base god. Of course, if you're gonna have Vikingo in a match, like who else do you want him in against? That's a GCW regular. That's somebody that's been down. Gringo Loco's here to have all the catches in the world. The base god, he's ready. And yeah, so this match was like I said, at minimum, there's 10 amazing things. He did Gringo Loco did like a um Vikingo did like a spring to the ropes and then Gringo Loco caught him in like a reverse um, power slam, sit out power slam, but he's reversed. It just like, just that, like my backyard wrestling self was like, oh my God, I can't believe like if like 13 year old me saw that, he'd be like, this is the craziest shit you've ever seen. And that's just like one regular move out of the match of the thousands of crazy things. But Kingo does he, that spot where he, jumps to the top rope and then does the flip all the way to the next rope and gringo catches them. And then they roll into the arm drag is like, how do you, how do you in your brain think like I'm going to do that and then execute it. Luchadors are living in the year 3023. They're on another, I don't know how their brain processes to do all this crazy shit. The crazy shit that happens, regular spots are luchadors and Vikingo did a whole bunch of them crazy shits right here. He tried to do it imploding uh, Dragon Rana, but things didn't work out. But everything that did work out was crazy. The spot that uh, set he set uh, Loco up on a table outside the ring, springboard outside of the ring into a 630 splash, taking Gringo Loco out on the door. Like just repeating that back, I'm like, what, dude? How do you, what, what are you saying to me? Insane. <laughs> He he blessed himself before he did that. And I'm like, if he's got to bless himself, right. he's going to do something fucking crazy. Exactly. Right now. If he's blessing himself before his spot, you know something's about to yeah. go down, and something went down. Um, he's inhuman. I described it as a back in the day. I've been watching wrestling for a really long time. Like in the the, the mid '90s, when every wrestling wasn't on TV, wrestling like. Only thing you could see is WCW and WWF. You would go to the store and get the magazines like the wrestler PWI magazine. And they would talk about wrestlers and they would talk about things that you would really want to see. And like in 94, 95, Sabu was like 
they would talk about Sabu, like you had to see this guy. He was amazing doing the craziest spots and stunts you'd ever seen in your entire life. And there was just like this aura. And then when you finally saw him and it was that, it was like, damn, this is cool. And there's been wrestlers over the year that are like must see. And I'm like, we recommend wrestlers here all the time. Speedball Mike Bailey, Titus Alexander. We could go across the list of people that we recommend. Like you have to see these people. But this guy is on a different level. It's like there's levels to this. And he is 1994 Sabu, like must see any show he's on. He's going to do the craziest shit on the show. And it's just a different level of professional wrestler. Somebody that likes spots and crazy shit like me. But Kingo's like the perfect fucking wrestler, man. This match was badass. Yeah. Uh, It was was such a fun, like the way they structured everything, too, because it was like Mm -hmm. you got five minutes roughly of just chain wrestling but mm-hmm. like in sit like it's still vikingo and gringo Logo. yeah it's so it's like the wildest lucha version of chain wrestling that you could ask for and then mm-hmm. as soon as that ended it was just like mind-bending shit right for and i i totally i totally gave it up to vikingo but always and i gringo have loco. to yeah gringo loco is insane dude that when he did oh yeah for that fucking standing on the top rope press slam into a sit out press slam that gringo loco does it's like first of all you're doing a press slam on the top rope you're not supposed to be doing that like it's hard enough on the ground to do a press slam on any human in the world but to be doing it standing on the top rope and then to sit out with it just give this guy the flowers i love gringo loco everything that he does anytime he's also the same thing man imagine how i mean we know how many amazing six-man matches we have even know how many scrambles he's had we know how many times he's caught people and he slipped onto people an amazing wrestler if gringo loco was one day gcw world champion i'd be very excited about it honestly for sure and it's you know he gets a lot of praise being like the base god but mm-hmm. then he's doing so much yeah he does everything else still too Right. He's, he's like, like I, the, the, that's my favorite kind of wrestlers are the ones that are great on both sides. Like every time I talk about Titus Alexander, like he gives just as great as he takes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Gringo Loco's the base guy and he catches all luchadors and he catches people for hurricane runners that you shouldn't be able to. And he gets those spots. But then when he's on offense, he's doing some mind blowing things, some things that I've never seen, some ways that he takes like basic moves and makes them amazing. Yeah. Fantastic luchadors fantastic mm-hmm. lucha action amazing gcw they 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 know in america they know how to do luchador lucha libre wrestling also my homies west coast pro we'll talk a little bit about them later though yeah <laughs> yeah and uh so that was gcw don't talk to me that's on fight plus if you subscribe so mm-hmm. just go watch it oh yeah i was gonna make an um, a little declaration at the beginning of our pod that most of the stuff is gonna be either on Fight Plus or Independent Wrestling TV. That's where we watch like a lot of our wrestling. So if you don't have any of these services and you want to see some badass pro wrestling, Fight TV Plus is crazy, isn't it? Like the yeah. the amount of just independent wrestling that they have now is, is pretty top nine. And it, it's yeah, $4.99, it's 499 bro. It's, like I so doing the math for me, it's like GCW would do roughly two shows every other weekend. Mm-hmm for the most sometimes part. more <laughs> sometimes yeah sometimes more and like yeah they'd like bundle them together for like 30 bucks for mm-hmm. the whole weekend or something but like individually they'd maybe be like 15 bucks or like 12 bucks or something like that and i'm like that 
like okay so the, just having yeah like mm-hmm. i was like this yeah okay this makes it's cheaper uh, than one yeah. gcw show it's crazy to have it yeah so night. i yeah. and then that yeah and then it's like you get like black rebel pro on there wrestling revolver wrestling revolvers on tonight so you know, oh it's on fight tv too it's on fight plus yeah awesome. night, yeah night, night of the moxbury's on tonight and the wrestling opens on iwtv right now like mm. so Oh, we yeah. got to stop going at the same time as wrestling open, huh? Sorry, wrestling open. Damn, dude. Yeah. I'm not getting a bit of wrestling. We'll figure it out. We're going to talk about you. Like, I got I got matches from you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, what was your next match? Um, my next match was another great hard-hitting contest. I guess that one wasn't as hard-hitting. I have a couple of hard-hitting ones <clears throat> on my yeah. list here today. But it was a wrestling company out here based in... In the West Coast, you know, I'm always going to give it up to my West Coast homies uh, because that's just one. what I do. I, I know I'm always going to do it. Uh, Prestige Wrestling, they've been doing some amazing things. We've seen them. They're traveling. They're, uh, they became one of probably top five independent wrestling, uh, independent wrestling companies right now. The things that they're doing. This match right here, accompanying on a, a pretty great show. A lot They did a lot of great things. The Robert Martyr and uh, Kid Bandit match on this show is so fun. We're going to talk more about Robert Martyr, but I'm super excited that while I was recording Ask Grassity, I get a message from Mike that's like, look at this match. And I'm like, <clears throat> what the fuck is this match? Robert Martyr against Minoru Suzuki. I just, we'll talk more about it, but that's insane. Yeah, that's like so happy to see that. That feels like just how I felt about Nick Wayne and Will Ospreay. It feels like the exact same thing of like, yeah. you know, like how could you they never thought they would have a match in this position. And here it is like on a platter. So, yeah, but back to what I was saying, big W for Robert. Martin. Oh, super huge, super huge W prestige wrestling. Uh, a guy that I'm super excited about all the time. I actually got to interview him at the last West coast pro. That's going to come very soon in PWI. Um, Kevin Blackwood, an amazing talent. One of the most, decorated independent wrestlers right now always in a high profile match everybody wants to wrestle kevin blackwood um he is i when there was a thing with you know daniel garcia and they he was attached to that buffalo boys they got in a car accident shout out to the homies for recovering from that um when daniel garcia went up to AEW, it was kind of like well what's going to happen with kevin blackwood people kind of thought he would get lost in the shuffle maybe and he like totally did the opposite. He was like, no, I'm like, I'm badass too. Like I'm just as good as, as Daniel Garcia is. And I think he's been showing with the last year that pretty much like he hasn't missed in any of the matches that I saw. I've seen a bunch of matches live at West Coast Pro and yeah. and all over the independent wrestling Garden State. He's done some great things like he hasn't missed yet. So this match right here, though, was, oh, my God, this is one of my, one of my favorite matches that I've seen in the last month against Mao um, from DDT Pro. Mao is doing some. There's Japanese wrestling is so crazy how many yeah. amazing different wrestlers are in different regions that do totally different things. Like the best number one wrestler is Okada. He runs Japanese wrestling. He's the god of pro wrestling. But like everybody either right next to him or underneath them are amazing and they do totally different things than he does. And like. Mm-hmm. This is right here on display that like a lot of people associate DDT with just like, you know, crazy wrestling. Uh, uh, you know, they do a lot of wild stuff like they have some all their alternative Japanese wrestling. 
but they have a bunch of hitters and a bunch of guys that are ready to destroy and tear things down. And this match right here, Kevin Blackwood, when he he likes these high pressure moments, when I talked to him, he said that getting to Japan was a big step for him. Like next up, like that's what he wants to do is go to Japan. So this was a test right here against the Japanese stud. These guys beat each other's ass all over the place. They're striking. They are taking each other to the ground. They're on the outside brawling. Blackwood's giving up the kicks. Mal's doing some um, – the way that he gets in and out of moves is it's, very unique. It's, it's like, so crazy. Like, I, I, I don't, you don't see a lot of wrestlers that, that have movements like this. It's like sometimes when I describe Ye- Fred Yehi, how he gets in and out of spots, it's like there's some unique wrestlers that I love that give attention to detail like this. And this guy's an attention to detail type wrestler. Like, everything that he does is, like, meticulously put together. And he really shined right here in this match. My gift of the week is uh, an insane spot from this match. Mal hits a, a Hurricane Rana into um, a Phoenix Splash that looks almost effortless. When people say that things and people do things effortless, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. But no, this is like uh, just how we talked about Vikingo, how you like sprung up to the ropes and like just lived off those ropes is amazing. I think we're going to drop that right here, show you guys exactly what happened in this crazy, uh, crazy. I ran that too early. I, got, <laughs> I, I had a trick. My, my, my trigger finger on my mouse got nah, too witchy. Uh, that's what happens when you got stoners running things. Thanks a lot. <laughs> right. I'll play the GIF. Yes. Oh, we get, wait, we get to talk over this one because it has no sound. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So here it is. Like <laughs> an F that Phoenix splash is like, I remember seeing Hayabusa do the Phoenix splash in like 1998 and just being like, my, teenage mind couldn't process how this was happening like seeing the 450 splash and then seeing the evolution of the 450 splash and to see the ever ever evolution up to the 450 splash to where guys are doing things like this is just tremendous um i'm loving this recent prestige wrestling is going pretty crazy with it with this excursion of all these great japanese wrestlers like there's like wrestlers that we only we we didn't think we'd ever be able to see as live like this because yeah. a lot of us aren't ever going to be in Japan. And they're like, no, they're here in Portland and they're here in L.A. or wherever. You know what I mean? Like we could see I'm seeing people at West Coast Pro in, in the small state room in South San Francisco that I never thought I'd see. So it's been amazing for wrestling as a whole um, that we get to see these people and we get to see the evolution of pro wrestlers um on their way up because some of these guys are going to go some of these guys and girls and people are going to go on to become the greatest of all times and these this is how when great muda and ultimo dragon and jushin thunder liger were coming up this is how they did it too they were coming to america wrestling in knoxville tennessee and wrestling in memphis and wrestling in wherever they could you know what i mean like wherever they can hone their craft so it's been great to see this match is amazing this whole show was great wrestling prestige wrestling um has a bunch of amazing things coming up wrestlemania weekend they got some big shows going on they're gonna have a monstrous year honestly yeah and like talking about some of the matchups they brought in they had Takeshita and lee moriarty yep 
right. last year, which was one of the matches of the year. Nana's Miyu Yamashita has been there so many times. She's coming back for. She's almost like, a regular at this point. That's how yeah, long she's been there. <laughs> yeah, like she, yeah, she was coming out for Roseland last year, and it was like holy shit, she's coming. And I, I feel like she's been there a few times now yeah. since. And mm-hmm. yeah, she's wrestling Ty Valkyrie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just announced tonight, you know, Minoru Suzuki and Robert Martyr, which insane. That's crazy. I can't even I'm I'm still trying to process it. I need to get to see what Rob is how he's feeling because I'm sure yes. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Martyr is so funny, man. I Rob know like right now shit. he's pacing wherever he is in life, he's pacing somewhere, just thinking about all the things he could do in this match. I'm sure he has a notebook mm-hmm. out right now, just like He's he's going to be watching Minoru Suzuki matches oh. nonstop. He already probably does, you know. So <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's amazing, a, man. He's constantly watching. So he's a he's a student of the game, and he's going to show. This is like this match means so much to him. Like people don't understand. I can't wait to see this. But I'm sure he'll show him. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, prestige. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God, prestige, prestige wrestling, please. please. Keep keep up with the cards uh please that was prestige wrestling's vendetta mm-hmm. it's on IW, it's on iwtv go watch the replay yeah they very, uh very easy to find super easy to find they are like i said they're gonna have a monster share this year so i'm super excited about prestige wrestling uh my next match was a um a tag team match from a company um i've been wanting to give it up to action wrestling like and on a grand scale, because I feel like the things that they've been doing for so many years have been great. Like, I don't like, I don't know. I feel like I owe them something like I, nobody owes anybody anything, but I want, I want everybody in the world to know about action wrestling just because the things that they've done there with like AC Mack and how they developed him and, and um, all the, uh all the things that they've done to kind of be a springboard for wrestlers and not really get the recognition that they should, I yeah. think has gone, you know, they, they need to get the love that, the, that they deserve. So very some soon of, here, they'll get the love that they deserve. I think some of the finest matches that I w- I've watched in the last 12 months have come mm-hmm. out of action wrestling, like yeah. a- Anthony Henry versus Alex Shelley mm-hmm. was insane the thing that adam priest is doing out there dude adam yeah adam priest is killing it uh like they're young crop of dudes too though like rico gonzalez Mm -hmm. brogan finley yep uh this tag match that we're gonna talk about now Mm -hmm. like you know we had culture inc and the skulk yeah culture inc and the skulk uh culture inc is i (laughs) I was watching this match just smiling the whole way through just because I'm so excited about this young tag team. They are so cool, man. They, like, are everything that I dreamed of. As somebody who makes a list of about 500 black wrestlers, they are, like, when I started this list, that tag team is what I wanted the world to eventually be like. And so to see the things that Malik and Eli do um, as a tag team, how they put things together – their um Eli jumps so fucking yeah. high. They're dude. a video game. They're a video game. <laughs> you described that that moonsault from the the that he did at the wrestling open show to me. Yes. 
and I went and watched it and I was like, how do you like he, he, you're a hazard at this point, like with how high you're jumping, like you're yeah. going to knock the ceiling out. If that place had a chandelier or like, you know, <laughs> yeah, if that if that was uh, at the at the stateroom. Oh, you can't. No. You can't like he, he can't no. flip in here. No, he, yeah, he, he's got to have like he has to turn the anti gravity cheats off to go yeah, yeah. wrestle in the stateroom. Like you just gotta he he would have to just flip from the apron or something because like you can't get on the ropes, dude. Because like any spring, any more spring you add to this is just bad news. <laughs> and they're both. What I what was cool about this match for me was mm. like both teams even went. I, I'm not too familiar with the Skulk. This was kind of a little more of an introduction to them for me. Yeah, I think the Skulk are actually, they trained under AR Fox. I think they're a okay. couple of AR Fox's students, which, as we know, that makes AR sense. Fox, yeah, you know, you could kind of see it when, when yeah. it kind of put it together when I say it out loud. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, as we know, <clears throat> AR Fox is one of the best, most tremendous trainers and teachers that they are that we have out here uh featured now on AEW gonna have an amazing match next week that i'm gonna cry watching um but yeah i think they trained under ar fox uh liam gray and adrian atlantis uh very tremendously seasoned guys already because they've had some a couple shots on AEW dark they've been they've been around i think they may maybe have had shots in like nxt or something but they, they've had like some some big pivotal moments and they since those moments are like 10 times even better than they were then so the way that they were six months ago incredibly changed and talented different now like these two guys are i don't know what the hell ar fox is doing out there i don't know i need to i want to see like one of his training classes like with my own eyes because the amount of tremendous people coming out of here is crazy and these guys are along with that this tag match though was just the great tag match shit that you would want to see from independent wrestling culture inc jumping out of the sky doing things i want to see them in the i want to see them when tag matches with top flight and private party like right now because they put together tag moves like those guys do when eli does a drop kick or talk to uh kevin knight these knight brothers i think it's just the knights with this uh with this drop kick we interviewed um kevin knight coming very soon to grab city interviews and we talked about his drop kick but eli knight's drop kick is on the same fucking level the way that the you know the height that he gets on it but this tag match is just like that shit that i love spot foo people are flying everywhere fans gotta get out the way the move sets are wild i love the the, the way that these young guys are taking what's traditional and making it better they're taking what's traditional and putting their own spin on it and they are doing things that we haven't seen before it's pretty amazing this is a great tag match on a great show action wrestling has been putting on a lot of quality shows for the it's been years and years i, I don't even know if i saw a show from them last wrestlemania weekend but Two WrestleMania weekends ago, I saw a really amazing show from them. And since then, they've been doing amazing things. So I want everybody to catch it. Action Wrestling. This was from uh, the Lords of Chaos show, also featured on IWTV. If you don't have an IWTV subscription, what are you doing? Yep. That, uh, yeah. All the things you said, the best way I, like, watching the match, the thing that stood out to me was just, it was... No matter which team was on offense, it was like perpetual motion. Yes, it was all just it was fast. <clears throat> These guys really put together 
the fucking moves, the tag team shit is like, this is what the Young Bucks were talking about when they wanted tag team wrestling to move forward. Like, I don't know how tall the dudes in the skull are, <clears throat> but they're definitely, they definitely look like they're pretty tall fellows. Yeah, no, there's some big and, guys. Uh... And Eli hit a, a shotgun dropkick, mm-hmm. like to the, f- like actually face, like headshot yeah. with it, <laughs> which I'm like, you're, how are you this high in the air, sir? He's a, he's, he's a tall, young, lanky guy though, for sure. I, he has to be in the sixes at, at, at minimum, I think. Oh, for sure. But I, yeah. I'm just like, I things I'll never do. <laughs> I wish I can drop kick that high, dude. That shit would like, be crazy. If I could jump half that high, I'd probably, you know, actually, I, I wouldn't be able to do shit. I'd get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so clumsy. No. Drop kicks are nuts, too. Sometimes when they do the big, like, missile drop kick, like, Brian Danielson takes the big missile drop kick, like, to the back bump and i'm like bro that hurts man like mm-hmm. protect yourself but you know it's brian danielson yeah. greatest of all time uh my next match here was from a company i want to shout out j rose because j rose has been doing a lot of tremendous things for a long time in this space when i when i was first introduced to him he was just a ring announcer but this guy does so much more. Sometimes he wishes he was just a ring announcer with how many things he does. But uh, this is a company out of Indianapolis, Indiana called Naptown. This was uh, the show Out the Gate. Happened very recently. You can also watch it on IWTV. Naptown's a young upstart, uh, very forward-thinking, trying to uh, revolutionize the wrestling business, not trying to go with the with the norms of what's presented um, a super talented, hungry young roster filled from top to bottom with wrestlers that just want to make it and just are doing everything they can to be the next up. This match that I uh, I'm recommending though from the show features some people that you probably are getting more familiar with. One of the guys we're definitely very familiar with, Lee Moriarty, uh, AEW wrestler, one of the best uh, technical wrestlers. Uh, he hates when I say that. One of the best uh, all-around hybrid wrestlers. I'm sorry, Lee. One of the best hybrid wrestlers in the world. He does all the different things, everything that you would love. He's wrestled CM Punk. He's wrestled Brian Danielson. He's with Stokely Hathaway on a, a weekly basis with Big Bill Morrissey. He's a, a t- he's a TV wrestler, man. That's like that's a different thing. That's that's just a, that's a, a different monster, different machine. And here he's taking on someone with the rocket strap to their back. It's oh, been yeah. crazy. It's been interesting because uh, I was talking with, uh, I think maybe it was Ask Rhapsody or something, but uh, someone was asking about Billy Starks. And they were like, oh, do you think you could, do you think she should sign to AW or blah, blah, blah? And Will Washington was like, she has so much time to develop. Like, she can. Like if she signed in ten years, it still would be you know, like it still would be something because she just turned eighteen. Like she's a brand new, she's she's not like she hasn't like I tweeted a couple of days ago. She hasn't even an inch close to her prime. Like her prime is so far away. Like she doesn't have yep. to be signed right now, and she's already Stupid tremendously good. good. She just came back from Japan. Yeah. So this match here with Lee Moriarty. Is great because they have a relationship. If you know anything about Billy Starks and Lee Moriarty, Mouse, Billy Starks' dad, photographer, he's in. Uh, 
they have the brand, Big Stark's brand. Exactly. And so they are connected. We've all watched uh, Billy Starks grow up before our eyes, but Lee Moriarty's like been there. And so um, Billy Starks is coming off a bunch, so many wins from Japan, being on AEW TV, having matches with Britt Baker, uh, being the Black Label Pro champion. Like she has all these accomplishments right now. She's been destroying it every single week. And to have a showdown with a, that person I just described, who's a TV wrestler now, he's 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 on TV, he's getting paid to to travel the world and be featured on TNT and TBS, and so um, there's a lot that came that there's a lot that in the build up to this match to get to where it was. Um, Lee Moriarty came in cocky as hell because yeah. he, he he's with Stokely Hathaway now. He has to be different. He's walking in with a different swag. You could just feel it. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, this guy. Of course he is. He was and so arrogant. He time. was. He's like yeah. coming in. The, he's like laying down in the ring at points and just like so. Like if you watched the Lee Moriarty match from like a year ago, the Takeshita match totally we described, different. Totally way different. different guys. You would think like it feels yeah. like two different wrestlers, which is great though. But you knew that 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 Lee was going to come in, kind of playing the bully type, the bigger older brother type. Yeah. But like, but only in like personality type. Because the way he was doing everything, it's still Mm -hmm. like he's still doing. It's still Tiger style. He's um gotten better because everything looks. I get uh, he's always been a great wrestler, but like now it looks like he really means it, which is. I guess that's the point that you want to get as a pro wrestler. He's always meant it, but it's like you like you can really, really, really feel it now. I love that position that that Lee has gotten to. He's really coming to who he is. He's you know gotten to the gym. Psychology's different. He's been working on his promo skills. He's been putting out great videos. He's been doing all these things to become the best Lee Moriarty that he can be, and he is there in this match right here. He's playing a bully role. He's trying to just take over billy starks but we know billy starks and billy starks doesn't fuck around she don't take that shit she's not she doesn't care who you are dude she's gonna come up head up and want to throw forearms and (laughs) want to drop you on your fucking head and this is exactly what happened she's gonna want to hit you with the pump kick um the heart of billy starks uh we're gonna be watching her and nick wayne wrestle each other and wrestle for for so many years going forward here the future of professional wrestling is in a great in great hands all around uh, the things that she was doing here in this match, you can already see the work that she did in Japan, the work that she's doing in AEW. It's all there. Like it's all she's taking everything and learning. She's just just a sponge everywhere she goes. She really looks like if you watch again, describing these young people, you watch sick Billy Starks from six months ago and you watch her now. You're like, whoa, this is a totally different wrestler. How does she gotten better already? And she's only 18 years old. So uh, she was on display here with with her and Lee. Um, Lee ended up getting the victory. You know, you know how it goes with those TV wrestlers. They got yeah. can't be jobbing out. Blah blah blah. I hate it. No. It sucks. No, not unless uh, <laughs> not not unless Big Bill himself, you know, comes out and like exactly. lays you out for Big Bill tying your TV angle into the indie <laughs> show. <laughs> I hope not. Don't do that. Don't listen to Mike. Just ignore that part he just said. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely um, check out Napto. They have put on some amazing shows under a lot of pressure. Feels like every time they have a show, something crazy happens, and they still happen to put out amazing content. Shout out to Jay Rose. I want to talk to him in long form very soon. And uh, my last match, fifth and final match, 
featuring a guy that I just when people are like, who's the guy? Who's next up? Who's I strap everything to this guy? He's the one for me. Yeah. If I have to, if, if my number one draft pick right now, Swisher House sponsored, Texas screwed up, Brian Keith, the bounty hunter. Um, I interviewed him too, the same day that I interviewed Kevin Blackwood. Also, another thing, I'm just dropping all these things. I'm just talking like I don't care about nothing. I don't know why I'm doing this. It's fine, whatever. I love it. <laughs> it's great. It's great content that's going to come out. Okay, you guys. Yeah. Um, but Brian Keith is on a run like no other there's this thing about independent wrestling when when the big boys come calling and it's even crazier now because AEW loves independent like just independent wrestlers as you are which is like a different a different you know a different level of like anybody from the independent wrestling scene could possibly be a tv wrestler in a week or whatever you know you never know and so when there's a a, a a thing where WWE or AEW or anybody just, you know, come and jack the independent wrestler and get all the best guys. You're like, well, who's going to be next? Like what, what, what's going to happen? And when people say that independent wrestling is dead, that's always so funny because no, this is like the greatest recovery business there is because wrestlers are always training. There's never a moment where wrestlers not training, which means there's always going to be more and they're not getting worse. They're all getting better. Like, we're talking about an 18 year old wrestler right now. That's insane. Mm -hmm. And, and that, you know what I mean? Like it's so like yeah. um, the independent wrestling business is going to keep going forever because there's always going to be some great wrestlers in, in, in whatever region. Mm -hmm. And so there was a, a point where independent wrestling got, you know, a lot of the, the big boys got snatched away. And I was wondering who would be some of the people that were next up. Talked a little bit about Kevin Blackwood earlier. And I think, on that list also is Brian Keith because every time we see the shows that we see when the Brian Keith matches happening, we're stoked from. I think we've only been upset about Brian Keith and uh James Storm. I think that's the only time we were like, <laughs> we were like, eh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> Why James Storm have to win that one, man? <laughs> see, Mike is still triggered. <laughs> like, no, that no. See, no, I disagree. <laughs> Exactly. See, Ryan still Keith triggered. Still triggered. <laughs> I get it, though. It was his hometown. Mike is still triggered. Say, I can't bring it up. That's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. But yeah, right here, as far as Texas wrestling goes, Brian Keith is on fire right now. Um, when he told me in this interview who he trained with, who he's been training with, seeing his style, like it made so much. Like when he said it, I was like, Oh, like it just like it was like, of course. And uh, I'll reveal that in the magazine. That's how I get you guys to go get it. But the person that he's been training with when you see it and you know that he that's where he's taking this from. And that's why he's becoming the wrestler that he's came. You're like, damn, that's crazy. And here in Texas against another person who has been having an incredible run also from Texas also has been over in Japan doing some amazing things in pro wrestling. Noah, it's Dante Leone. Dante yeah. Leon, the way that he um, does everything is crazy. The way that he maneuvers in the ring, he's like, <clears throat> it's like, I don't want to say it because he, he he probably gets this comparison a lot, but young boy Jeff Hardy, like he really gives off that. He get really gives off young Jeff Hardy vibes, the way that he moves, the way that he flips, the way that he gets in and out of shit. I'm really like, damn, like, when the Hardy Boys were on like Omega and like early Jeff Hardy, like this is what 
this is how he was getting down. Dante Leon's like that. He has this crazy finish, fucking flip. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ace Crusher that has become became popular on NXT with Sol Ruka. Shout out to her. Now she's a black wrestler now, so I have to talk positively about her. So shout out to her. She's cool. Um, yeah, uh, right here in this match, two Texas amazing people. Dante Leon's been a champion over in Pro Wrestling Noah. Him and Ninja Mac have been doing these crazy-ass matches that we've been seeing over here in America, over there, just like blowing people's minds. And yeah. so going into this match, I had heard online people were talking about this match. That's why I specifically wanted to go and check it out, that this, these guys like really put one together. And mm. Brian Keith got Dante Leon to fight his match, but... Dante was keeping up though. Like he was in there striking with like it wasn't just like Brian like dominating and fucking him up. Like Dante was like really in there wrestling a hard hitting style. I don't know if it's because he's been in Japan with them hard hitting motherfuckers out there. Like maybe he's picked something up, but it looks like it probably in this match, man. He was really giving it up. I didn't expect him to work like he was working here. Did uh like I I'm like looking at my notes. I'm like, did I share my Google Doc with Reg <laughs> with the notes? What? Yeah, man. It really like it shocked me. I was like, oh, I didn't expect Dante to like really been like he's like in there face to face, nose to nose with Keith. Like, no, I'm, like I got my shit. Like I do. I work this really cool different style but like if you want to go like we can go and this was mm-hmm. awesome i think maybe that that I guess that's the epiphany in my head is like he's been in japan like you got to yeah. throw out there like it can't be all can't be all flash out there because they're gonna humble you very quickly if you are trying to bring that shit over in japan so yeah he's brought back some of that japan fire and it was on display here just like i was talking about it's funny that i interviewed blackwood and uh, Brian Keith in the same day because they are very similar and they have a lot of the same goals. Also very interested in going over to J- Japan is Brian Keith. And so to see oh. to see how yeah. Dante Leon brought that his shit back and Brian Keith took it and Brian Keith uh, just, you know, got his shot. Brian Keith is just such a an amazing striker. The way that he does his power bombs, the way that he does his tiger driver, the way that he kicks you the all the yeah. things that he does he just has it right he has the best facials that he has everything that's neat i think he really is putting it together um he's put it all together like he's he's working at the perfect spot i think right now just a tremendous talent who ended up getting the the win right here against dante leon but dante oh, yeah. leon brought all of his shit that you would love here this was a great match man uh new texas pro versus loco um They've been doing these contender shows, showcasing contender a lot series. of yeah these contender series shows, like showcasing a lot of Texas's best. And this was like Texas versus Texas, just some awesome, awesome wrestling. Texas is on fire. I've said it many times mm-hmm. here that they've been one of the best regions in professional wrestling for a long time. Yeah, I I looked at the rest of the card for this too, and I saw like Mysterious Q and shit, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, all yeah. right, well I'm gonna have to go back and probably watch this whole show. Honestly, mm-hmm. there's uh yeah, there's some good shit going on in Texas. It's crazy. This uh, I, I actually almost took a gift of the week from here. Mm-hmm. It was uh the DDT. Oh, <laughs> standing on the chair. Yeah, the yeah, row yeah. Into mm-hmm. the second row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit. That was uh Q 
Keith has been utilizing the DDT pretty well. It's a again, I, I guess it's a recurring theme of people just kind of like remixing these traditional moves into being some amazing thing. It's it's really great to see, man. I fucking love some young professional wrestling whippersnappers trying to change the game. Absolutely. Um all right, so that was year five. Those were crazy. Uh it was a, I, lot, a of, good, lot of great wrestling. I had a good time. I had a good time doing it this way. I like mm-hmm. this uh I like this five match format now because mm-hmm. unlike myself who I only have three different shows with five matches. <laughs> I got five different shows with five matches from you. And mm-hmm. I'm going to have like, well, I've already seen two of the shows anyway, but I have three mm-hmm. like whole shows I have to watch now. Right. Cause just based off these two matches. It's fine. Yeah. So we're going to get now into my five picks. Yes. And we talked about him a little bit earlier, but I want to talk about Kevin Blackwood some more because he had a match at C4 Wrestling in Ottawa. Mm. Love C4 Wrestling. Amazing. They're so near and dear to me as a Canadian. They're one of the best indies we have up here in the Great White North. They're and the top Canadian indie? I would I would say for me they are. Um, yeah, like Demand Luch is really good. Destiny's pre- Destiny's really good. New mm-hmm. DC is really good. I don't know if it's just because like um, I really fucks with C four that I see their stuff the most, but it um, yeah, you know, I guess they're up there. But I just really fucks with them, so I always see their shit. So it feels like they're like really doing their thing up there, you know. This this match is kind of an example of the kind mm-hmm. of why I love them so much. Uh, mm-hmm. We had. Stu Grayson versus Kevin Blackwood. Kevin Blackwood defending the C4 championship against Stu Grayson, who is a native of Ottawa, Ontario. This is his mm. hometown. We, I, I, I like, I love, again, C4 has brought me so many wrestlers like Stu, Uno, Mike Bailey, Josh Alexander. Yep. Ethan Page wrestled there. Uh, there's just so much good Canadian talent that comes through C4. And they come back like constantly. Uh, Stu has been wrestling there regularly since he's stopped appearing on TV. Mm-hmm. And it's great because he's, you know, just getting all these matches with all this indie talent that's out there now. And the pool of it's so good. He wrestled Eddie Kingston up there last, uh, last summer for their cancer charity show. Yeah. And that was at least the best match I watched in August last year. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, him and Kevin Blackwood for the C4 championship, and uh, we got a 60-minute time limit draw here. Mm. They went the whole limit? When they went the whole thing. <laughs> they went the whole thing. It was a no-count-out, no-disqualification match. Uh, mm. They didn't go like crazy on plunder or anything. They They really just wrestled the fucking shit out of each other for an hour. It was... Mm. And it's, you know... Stu, who is one of the strongest dudes, and Kevin Blackwood, the magnificent striker. Right. They were kicking and beating the shit out of each other. There was some wild dives to the outside. Um, I, I you know, uh, they played around with uh, Kevin Blackwood trying to hit the double stomp, and Stu was like dodging him, countering him out of it, hitting anti airs on him. Mm-hmm. But 
every like everything you wanted in the 60 minute match like they started out striking for the beginning all and then you know once they kind of wore each other down through the strikes they started to get like more physical you saw more power moves on the fatigued opponent and it just had all the like it had all the good elements of the 60 minute match like you had the, mm-hmm. the, the drama of you know like is there is the longer it goes on every fall and like every pen attempt is just like oh this could be the one like we're, right you know we're half an hour and we're 40 minutes and we're and then you know the just playing around with the fatigue desperation on both sides it was it was fantastic kevin blackwood retains the c4 championship because mm-hmm. of this so 60 I minutes wanna, man that is tough i want to see them go 60 more Give him, a, <laughs> give him an Iron Man match for that thing. I'd love that. Yes. I love how, uh, yeah, because when I was talking about Kevin Blackwood in his way, uh, you know, how he took over as one of the independent wrestling companies, uh, one of the independent wrestling's best, the stuff that he's doing in C4 is a big reason why I think he opened a lot more eyes because he just went up there and started working, you know what I mean? Just like put his put his nose down and was just like, no, this, look at what I'm doing up here. I'm wrestling Jonathan Gresham. I'm doing these 60 minute matches. I'm doing, I'm, I'm one of the top guys up here. And I think people took notice from there. And also with uh, Stu Grayson uh, earlier on that wrestling prestige, uh, the prestige wrestling show is tagged and longtime tag team partner. Evil Uno took on uh, Jacob Fatu and he did some tremendous things in there. So they're mm-hmm. still, uh, even though they are part, doing some great things yeah i'm i'm hoping like i'm hoping Stu can do some u.s travel mm-hmm. I, there's there's so many matchups south of the border that or you know alternatively prestige please or uh, c4 i mean please keep bringing keep bringing amazing dudes from america for Stu to go toe-to-toe with and right just get get out there and cook with i don't mm-hmm. I'm happy either way, but right. I'd love I'd love to see Stu get to go around a light. Go around, he should. He's really good. He's been really good for a long time too. Yeah. So uh, that was my first one. My next one, we will. Hmm. hmm I might bounce back and forth between a couple of shows mm-hmm. here because. But my next one will do uh, Aaron Rourke and Rex Lawless from Beyond Wrestling. Might mm-hmm. snow. This. Uh, some north, you know, some northeast, an up and comer, and a more tenured wrestler in Rex Lawless. Uh, nice little clash of styles here because mm-hmm. we have Rex, the giant powerhouse, who you know runs up any anybody in the northeast. He'll pick anybody up over his head, but then also like big just, dude, but like also fast as fuck, mm-hmm. athletic, gets up in the air like he's. What's the baseball expression? Um, I don't know. It's like RBI. Five, I don't know. Five tool player. <laughs> oh wait, no. Anthony Bowens had that. He can't. No, never mind. You can't have that, Rex Lawless. But you can do it all, dude. You're really good, Rex. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, can't steal. Uh, baseball puns or not? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't watch baseball. Do, do people watch baseball? Yeah, I think so. I think it's pretty popular. World yeah, Series and shit. I don't know. I couldn't. Uh, I could tell you with some teams, but I couldn't I'm, tell you any of the players. I'm Canadian. We have one team. They they, they disappoint every year. I think so. Like mm. you know, we 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 did some cool things in the '90s. Yeah, cool logos and colors. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 
Yeah, Toronto sports. It's a it's a weird place. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Rourke is uh, he's he's just he's mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. I uh, he's someone who I've only recently started to see more through uh, like Wrestling Open and like Limitless and stuff like that up in the Northeast beyond that and you know beyond and the amount of athleticism he has it's just like you know like he looks like a physically fit dude mm-hmm. and you just like I, I didn't expect what i got from him like he's doing some like the code ready finished rex within here out of like he countered it he 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 got into it out of countering out of rex had him up for a, a choke bomb mm-hmm. and he like hooked his legs around and got Rex into a code red and that's mm-hmm. what you put him away with and like that kind of shit I just wasn't expecting the high flying and stuff out of him I wasn't right. expecting like I, I like seeing this it was uh it's one of the first times I've seen Aaron Rourke mm-hmm. uh outside of like you know a little little bit of wrestling open so I had to put this one in here also yeah. Willow was cra- Willow was cracking me up on commentary with this mm-hmm. one the whole time uh rex is like it's mm-hmm. no secret rex is her man so i thought you were gonna say rex, rex is a lucky man and i was gonna be like yeah he is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't murder me yeah. rex i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like say it, say it but like from like really far down the street yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> with the megaphone you're really lucky <laughs> i don't know though he's, he's like i said he's fast as fuck probably catch yeah. <laughs> I'll just tweet it. He'll never see me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. Just don't go. Just don't go to Massachusetts, Reg. Mm-mm, good. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Don't go to Boston. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, next match I want to talk about, though, we got uh, one of the more innovative styles out of both wrestlers. Mm-hmm. This was what every dance battle scene in a movie should ever be like Desmond Cole and Chris Brady. Mm -hmm. I was so entertained. I love Desmond Cole, man. He's great. The big boofa. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And the the thing I like about this, this is like both of these guys do something that I always appreciate. And it, generally makes me really want to watch people wrestle again Mm -hmm. is when they do regular stuff but in their own very unique way yeah definitely and both chris brady and desmond cole do this better than anyone i've seen in a while i feel like at least well just from this show it was in there was nothing else on the card like it. Like, mm. and again, the, the the dancing in between everything, they were mm-hmm. like both had something to prove to each other the whole time. Right. Uh, Desmond Cole hits the biggest swanton ever. Mm. <laughs> like, the, I don't know what it like. The White Eagle. Everyone seems to just be able to jump really high off of their Seriously, top row. Something's like, going on out there. Something like that ring between eli knight now mm-hmm. and desmond cole i'm mm-hmm. like everyone just jump- and then also you know like it's the same ring from wrestling open and 
Like I've seen the things that Dustin Waller and Kylon King do. Yeah, that ring has magic powers with the top. Kylon hit a big a big moonsault too off there recently. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the White Eagle. I think it's, it's something in there. Something in the air. Yeah, it's just like everything both of these guys did through this match, though. It was like there's just a, such a unique way of modifying their moves and make them mm-hmm. feel special and like you're watching somebody do like their own thing yeah i love that it's like like there's like a little extra roll or like a flip or even with both of them because of the dancing they're like a little shake of the hips or something that just mm-hmm. it spices everything up and then you pair the two of them together and they both have kind of like similar styles but it didn't like it was the constant need to one up each other throughout the match, the the amount of shit talking and like audience participation. And the thing I like watching shows at the White Eagle is the crowd they get in there is always super engaged, really enthusiastic. They come up with some of the most bizarre chants. Mm-hmm. Uh, my God, my neighbor's just. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just caught me so off guard. <laughs> but yeah, they just put something together here that was just really creative and special and stood out from everything else on the show, which was a crazy show. I have one more match from it on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so again, that was be uh, like Chris Brady and Desmond Cole. That uh, um, that crowd is starting. They They are one of the top five crowds in independent wrestling right now. So that's like a coveted thing because that if if you got a rocking crowd that's going to make more wrestlers want to come work and that's going to that just makes every environment better there's a rocking ass crowd yeah like chris brady's from california mm-hmm. like that's he, you know he, he's coming in for that uh, right there, and shit the uh the the next matchup i have from this show if you want to talk about people coming from a, a long way and working regularly Mm-hmm. Uh, main event. They're they're from the northeast, but mm-hmm. uh, they took on Best Bros, which is Valian Aki and Mace Ruga, mm-hmm. and they are coming from Japan. Yes, and uh, Valian Aki is like the way him and Mace Ruga work together. It's just the coolest combination because he is jacked as shit and very strong, mm-hmm. and Mace Ruga is. A smaller girl and the way he weaponizes her right like every and the way they just play off of each other he's swinging her around throwing her around she uh they did a hilarious spot here where she was up in the electric chair on his shoulders and she choke slammed i think it was jay lion from his mm-hmm. shoulder which they again it's like they've found a way to utilize like the best the best bits of both of them Mm -hmm. to come up with something completely unique that right no one else is doing the stuff that i've seen them do um which brings me actually to i got it right this time i'm so proud of myself Let's look at this crazy ass dolphin star press. Yes. And this is like the best way to discuss to uh, describe the whole match mm-hmm. is but and because the main event are really fucking good at this too, where yeah. they have a smaller dude in ringleader Midas, 
they have Jay Lyon, who is, you know, uh, I guess we could call him like the base demigod. Mm-hmm. He's, he's both good. Of the, both teams have this ridiculously innovative double team offense mm-hmm. that they've managed to craft using the best bits of everything that they have available. Right. And because of it, like, again, it's like, okay, you paired these two tag teams together and both of them happen to be like wildly innovative and doing all this. It's like double team hijinks is the right. best. like the whole match was, you know, exchanges between like, there was almost not really a point in the match. I think where I felt like there was like three, at least three people in the ring more often than anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't even care. Throw the rules out the window. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, five count ref. Like, no, fuck that shit. Get in there, Rick Knox. No, no, fuck that. Fuck that. Feed me all the crazy double team shenanigans. All four of you get in there. I don't care. Texas. It's a tag match, dude. What's wrong with y'all? Come on. Yeah. Like, that's what we all watch them for anyway. Yeah. Come on. I hate when they try to talk that shit. Like, if the ref was in there telling everybody to get out, there wouldn't be any cool tag team moves ever happening. You'd be counting people out so fast. Yeah. Like, nobody's nobody's popping for someone having a guy in like a fucking chin lock and he's like oh wow he's really isolating him from his partner <laughs> over there yeah we don't want this that. is what i love mm-hmm, don't want it's like no i want to i want to see somebody fucking turn his tag team partner into a standing shooting star press out of exactly. a wheelbarrow mm-hmm. like That's what i want to see and i don't want the referee to be in the way i want him to be out of the way so i can see the move I want the guy named ringleader to mm. hold up a hoop at mm-hmm. the rope. And then his, his Lucha partner who has a lion mask on to jump through the hoop and do a tope suicida through it. Yes. You know? Like that's mm-hmm. what I want with my tag team wrestling. Thank mm-hmm. you to both best bros and to main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, best bros are, they did a lot of wrestling at wrestling open during their most recent trip over. So if you watch that on IWTV, uh, you'll see a lot of them on recent episodes mm-hmm. and then on beyond might snow, which was, you know, where the show was, this match was from again, but uh, they've traveled back to Japan now. So I really hope they come back soon. Yeah. I, oh man. And like Balianaki and Mace Ruga were also doing a lot of uh, like singles work out here too, mm-hmm. but working hard They're on AEW TV, all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the main event has been having a pretty good run too. I think uh, mm-hmm. if I saw them, I wouldn't be surprised to see them on TV very soon, like uh, anywhere, yeah. honestly, because that act I think will translate and the way that they do the the rings and the all the shit. I think could work. It's uh, it's it's really interesting as I look through the list of all the matches we talked about today that. Culture Inc. is on here. Main mm-hmm. event is on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my last match, I have one half of another team on here that were all, they all went pretty deep into the IWTV tag team title tournament. Right. It's, uh, but then also their opponents were like not at all teams that were part of it either. So, there's so many good tag teams out there on in, in the independence. And there's a lot, I know part of like, it's tough with getting tag teams to travel because, you know, like for a promoter, it's mm-hmm. 
twice the you know it's twice the rate and expense to fly people out and stuff right. like that but some of these like oh i wish there was i wish we could get some more interterritorial tag matches but same here i beyond and wrestling open and like the whole northeast really is really uh their tag team scene is very spicy right yeah tremendous one half of those teams being dustin waller mm-hmm this is the last match I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Dustin Waller, one half of Miracle Generation, or well, really one quarter of Miracle Generation. Right. It's actually a four-piece stable, but uh, him and Kylon King tag together. They tag as Miracle Generation. Uh, you see them every week on Wrestling Open. The last 12 months for them has basically been just uh, like it's another rock, rocket strapped to the back situation. Yeah, totally. Um, they actually, you know, they're the uh, they're the Eliminator Cup, the Saturn and Cronus Eliminator Cup mm. tag team champions, which they yeah. defend at Wrestling Open. I believe they're also the Blitzkrieg tag team champions. Oh. I have to double check that. Um, yeah, Dustin Waller was wrestling. They're coming over here too, to West Coast Pro. I'm excited about that. Yes. Super excited about that. Who are they? Do we know who they're wrestling yet? I don't think they've announced their their opponents yet. Mm, but I'm stoked really, on that. I really hope it's Zoe and Midas. Mm, mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm super excited about. Um, Honestly, just bring Ichiban out and let what um, <laughs> what Adrian Quest and his crew are going to do in West Coast. Bro, I'm excited to see where that leads to. So there's going to be some great shit in the future here. Yeah, we'll talk about them in a couple minutes anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so we had Dustin Waller wrestling Leo Rush. Uh, this is kind of like a, a statement comeback, sort of, for Dustin Waller. Not yeah. not a comeback, but it's uh, he, he has something to prove. That's what I'm yeah. looking for there. Um, he was in a scramble at GCW with Leo that Leo Rush was also involved in, and Waller Waller got hurt in that match. Uh, everyone was like pretty concerned with it for him, mm. and then at Restival, like just a couple, well, a few weeks ago now. Uh, the semi-final match for the IWTV tag titles, they wrestled Culture Inc. And on their finish, Waller was looking to hit a cutter, and uh, they didn't quite hook it up uh, properly, I guess. Um, like, there was just some, like, misalignment of where people's heads were, and they basically came down, like, face-to-face, and he mm-hmm. split his eyebrow open for... Bad. It was, like... It was like 25 stitches or something like that, I think, mm-hmm. is, uh, is what he posted. And, uh, yeah, that thing was, like, open. It was it's nasty. Like, thanks for posting the photo. on. Yeah, gross. And then thanks, Mike, for telling me to go look at the photo. The shit was nasty. <laughs> if I've got to see it, everyone's got to see it. That's, uh, can't help it. Right. But it. So it was it was kind of like a chance at redemption for Waller to mm-hmm. get his one on one with Leo Rush. You you know he had something to prove the whole time here, and then Leo Rush obviously is coming at this from the more experienced, tenured side. But of, still, also with something to prove though, based yeah. off you know recent things that have happened with him. Like people still, people are looking at him still as like, oh, is he going to retire again or like whatever bullshit things that they're going to say. And I think he's on. He's on a redemption run. 
mm-hmm. I think at this point. So, yeah, he and he's showing up everywhere too, which is yeah, I'm excited. Like, he was, uh, he's like <laughs> he's like CZW this weekend. This weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think he's doing a match with Rich Swan, which is gonna yes. be super yeah. cool. That's like that's so great that they uh that that's gonna happen, man. I'm excited about that. I have to watch that. That's gonna be on my list probably whenever the match happens. That'll be on my list for sure. Yeah, I gotta figure out how to watch that one because I fucking love Rich Swan. He's and then um, he's coming to West Coast Pro also. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Leo Rush? Leo is April seventh. Mm-hmm. April seventh, home of the Killers. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Scott, I love you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. oh, it's got to be Leo and Titus, too. Uh, yeah, I got to go back to this match, though. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Waller, it, it was just, again, it is it, kind of reminded me, uh, you know, it. No, nah, never mind. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the way they kind of pulled this off, though, with like Leo Rush was always kind of like a step ahead of Dustin Waller mm-hmm. in the match, uh, at least early on. It was a lot of like, everything Waller did, Leo Rush would find a way out of it. He's kind of taunting him, get, you know, uh, he's faster than him. He's, you know, more agile than him ducking out of things and escaping everything. He's everything he's attempting, but Waller eventually, you know, he, you know, he, he fought from behind a lot mm-hmm. early and then he caught up and when they started to, because wrestling, so wrestling open has uh, a traditionally a ten minute time limit on matches, and then mm-hmm. in the main event, uh, twenty minutes, unless it's like a special circumstance. Sometimes they've had they had an Iron Man match recently, so, mm-hmm. um, but so we had twenty minutes for this one, and again, it's kind of reminding me uh, almost a little earlier with like you know we're talking about like desperation wise with the sixty minute match we had with Kevin Blackman and Stu Grayson, mm-hmm. but it was like they somehow managed to that desperate like they condense all of that emotion into just this 20 minute window and especially because dustin waller is so beloved in the white eagle he's you know they they basically from the nearly weekly match that he's had at wrestling open every week for the last year it's you've literally just seen this rise out of him right both in terms of his capabilities in the ring like he's grown in front of your which is Props to Wrestling Open for mm. being a weekly independent show. Yep. Because it allows for stuff like that where mm-hmm. you can, instead of seeing somebody wrestle maybe like once or twice a month um, or even less, depending on, you know, what shows are streamed and whatnot, we're getting like a week. It's almost like you, you see like a weekly like progress report almost of yeah. everyone. Alec Price is another one. That's uh, Rex. Ryan Clancy, Shannon mm-hmm. Thomas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Miracle Generate Miracle Generation, like Kylon and Dustin, both. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Kylon is phenomenal. Yeah, he's really good. Um, that's a te- like just the two of them together as a tag team is mm-hmm. someone or you know, people that I like I feel so bad about Dustin Wilder getting his eyebrow busted because it changed the probably the entire dynamic. You know, like mm-hmm. Kylon King had to wrestle violences forever. Right. Finals of the IWTV mm-hmm. tag title tournament in a handicap match, essentially, right. because Waller literally wasn't allowed, like, his eye was fucked. Mm-hmm. So, 
And they still built a great handicap match out of that, but right. It should oh, have been the straight up tag match, that, though. That yeah. Ta- yeah, that straight up tag match. Like mm-hmm. the, I wanted I can't wait to see Miracle Generation get a shot at those belts. I mm-hmm. hope if they are to one day win them, that it happens in the White Eagle because that, Has place, to. Would, that place would mm-hmm. there'd be no roof at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. It's got to. Only way. I think I just said, I think my Canadian accent just came out when I said show. I, I like caught it there. I was like, show. <laughs> Fuck. You're Canadian. You don't have to forget it. Try, try to not have it. Well, I know, bud. <laughs> Fuck. I, it's like, I don't actually, I'm not like, con, I'm no, not aware funny. of it. Yeah. I've had people like. I know, like, but I, I, I don't really like a lot of times I don't hear it, you know? Like I, I play I play a lot of video games online mm-hmm. and I've been, you know, in like random voice calls with people and stuff, uh, you know, for gaming purposes. And you know, I've had people be like, Are you Canadian? I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck can you tell? Like Like I don't sound the same as somebody from like Michigan. Right. Yeah. It's like is it there's a difference? And mm-hmm. they're like, Yeah, it's the way you said some I I don't fucking hear it. Like it's <laughs> That's hilarious. Is this what it feels like to be British? I think so. You're like, what? This is just my regular voice. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? We don't sound any different, you and I. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, so uh, funny. Yeah, I definitely wanted to give some sh- give some love to this match. Uh, yeah. You know, I I didn't talk too too much about Leo Rush because we. We probably all know who Leo Rush. Yeah, we all know who Leo about. Rush is. Like, but Dustin mm-hmm. Waller is again like the ver- his versatility to be like being able to have this quality of a match with a dude like Leo Rush. He'll also give you just as good of a tag match. He they do trios with Ichiban as well. Mm-hmm. The the miracle ones. Uh, Ichiban is another fantastic Northeast area wrestler. Really good. Really um, good. He only says Ichiban and number one. That's it. <laughs> and every time, like when he goes to pin someone in a match and the crowd's counting along, they count one, one, one. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything is only a one count. They'll just, you know, they they'll do it five times for the rope break, and they'll, yeah, I. You gotta watch wrestling open on Thursdays. It's on it, it's on right now. Like we're gonna tell you some shows that are coming up this mm-hmm. weekend that you can catch and then go watch IWTV uh wrestling opens on or go to Fight Plus and watch Wrestling Revolver tonight at the Moxbury. Both of those are on tonight. Uh you know what? Let me look into those cards real quick. Yeah, totally. Um real time recommendations. Yeah. Wrestling Open. Uh, no, I wanted to uh, before we finish up mm-hmm. with Wrestling Open. Whoever came up with that idea, just like you were saying, such a great fucking idea, man. Having wrestlers being able well, to get reps, having wrestlers be able to go every week in front of live crowds, in front of uh, big streaming numbers, and uh, be able to hone their craft has been. We've seen it in real time how great it's working. Like mm-hmm. Alec Price and and Dustin and the Ameri- and all these people, but. We've seen it come up with our own eyes. We've seen that this works. It's really great. 
but the other thing too when you think about it uh because really this is like wrestling open was birthed out of the fact that uncharted territory yeah for three seasons was you know in the same place was that weekly mm-hmm. and was that basically mm-hmm. except wrestling open now it doesn't it, it there's no seasons to it it's every week of the year mm-hmm. um but you know like they they really kind of and it's good now, too, because Uncharted Territory, like, you still have Wrestling Open happening every week up in the White Eagle, but then you also have Uncharted Territory going down in the South now, mm-hmm. which gave that, like, everything that happened at that TWE building on Monday nights was heat mm-hmm. for that, th- you know, for the few months that that was going on. And that really did a lot, you know, like, that fe- that that featured so much of AC Max title reign. Mm-hmm. It gave a great spotlight to... Uh, you know, Billy Starks was wrestling there all the time. So you could see her every Monday. Adam Priest was getting featured regularly there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the South has a lot of good shit going on in it. Uh, I, you know, I like seeing Billy Starks teaming up with uh, Billy Tipton for, uh, I can't remember the name of their team, but it was a play mm-hmm. on the fact that they were both named Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like Kenzie Page and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it you know hunter drake and stuff it was and again like you know the broken finley's the rico gonzalez's right i hope we get like another weekly thing somewhere on the west coast because mm-hmm. that's totally. another region where um you know we'll talk about you know they're they're on saturday so we'll get there uh tonight, yeah we're um tonight, revolver uh alex shelley yeah, right. versus we'll rich swan Evil Uno versus Jake Crist. Mm. Uh, Wheeler U versus JT Dunn. Billy Starks Ooh. is wrestling Ali Catch. Uh, there's a whole bunch of good shit on there. Um, that JT Dunn, that, that match is going to go off. That's going to be Dan, Dan the Dad and Man Scouter wrestling Bullet Club, Chris Bay mm. and Ace Austin. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, it's good matches all around. Um, wrestling opens on tonight. They've got a lot of its mystery cards. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, hit up their Twitter, you'll find the matches there. Uh, Friday, House of Glory has the beginning in memory of Jay Briscoe. That's on Fight Plus. Garden State Pro Wrestling is back with another show tomorrow. Uh, they're streaming that on their YouTube channel, so go check that out. Mm-hmm. Saturday, there's yeah. Saturday, you've got AIW, uh, which has which is on Fight Plus with Josh Bishop wrestling Tom Lawler. Alec Price is on that show. Dom Greeny's on that show. Isaiah Broner's on that show. Uh, there's DOA Pro Wrestling, The Future Is Now, which will be on IWTV. You've got Rebel Kell versus Dark Sheik for their title on there. Ethan HD, Sonico, Jaden. You know, it's a good, uh, that's a good West Coast show. West Coast. Uh, also on Saturday, though, you have West Coast Pro Wrestling. West Coast Pro, baby. Yeah, I, w- I pulled up the link. I remember you saying uh, that to have a weekly thing over here. Kind of a weekly thing. West Coast Pro is starting showcase from the coast in March where it's going to be kind of along those lines. It's going to be a showcase show for independent wrestlers out here that aren't quite ready for West coast pro or to show them that they are ready for West coast pro. So it's going to begin every Wednesday night. And I don't know if they, I think they've announced that it's going to be on. I don't know if they have, but it's going to be broadcast somewhere and you'll be able to watch it. It's going to be cool. So West coast pro I've been giving it up today. I'm going to get in trouble, Mike. Damn. I just been like, what about this? What about this? Yeah. That's uh, a, that show is going to, I, I, I'm looking at the card for it and I'm like, Oh yeah, but I'm right. I'm riding up to uh, Sacramento. Hey, yeah. 
to watch it. I'm, uh, I'm yeah, I'm looking at the card for that. And I'm like, you and I are going to have to, we might have overlap on our list next week, or mm-hmm. we're going to have to like, all right, I'll let you have that one for yours. Mm-hmm. Cause Titus and Nick Wayne's going to be probably yeah, be on both I'm, of our I'm, lists. I'm, I think. Yeah. I, I I'll I'll give it up to you. I, you know, for, yeah, no, who knows? I was like, we'll probably both be able to go in pretty hard on that match. So like, yeah, uh, definitely, exactly. Two of my favorite people to watch wrestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also and then Bobby. the six men, the conglomerate, and yeah. uh, Lee Moriarty against Kevin Knight, uh, Jack Cartwheel, and Starboy Charlie. Right, that's it. That's, that's all. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's an insane match right there. That's gonna be. Um, Kevin Knight is a great wrestler. He's uh, trained out of the New Japan Dojo. Um, been doing some tremendous things with Kushida recently. It's going to be cool to see him in person. I haven't seen Lee in a while in person. Well, I have at AEW, but I haven't seen him at an independent wrestling show like this in a while. So that's going to yeah. be super dope, too. That's going to be a great match. Yeah, and uh, also they have a qualifying match, uh, mm-hmm. number one contender match i guess mm-hmm. you know uh masha slamovich versus brooke havoc mm-hmm. and the winner of this match will meet sandra moon yep and those two sandra moon will so yeah sandra moon awaits the winner of this match to mm-hmm. determine who the first ever west coast pro women's champion mm-hmm. is, very which, exciting times yep which is yeah. leading to the super big huge tournament coming coming in may Featuring whoever will be the West Coast Pro Women's Champion, Queen the of Queen Indies. of the Indies, already got some super huge names announced. There's some great things surrounding it. If you're a pro wrestler and you're anywhere close to the Bay Area and you can get out to Pacifica, possibly, there's a huge opportunity for you, man or woman, uh, to uh, end up in Japan uh, along with what's going on with these Queen of the Indie shows, so yeah. it's going to be super huge weekend in May. That Nicole Savoy is coming out of retirement for this. Come on, day. man, Nicole! I wrote a, a retirement thing about her in PWI, giving it up to a tremendously talented person. I'm so happy that she's coming out of retirement for this yeah. tournament. This tournament already has some great things attached. Scott is not giving it up on his other little secrets that he's got. And so, yeah, he's he's probably he's got some wild surprises that come out. Always, he's always working. And Vinny's probably just like the budget, the budget. (laughs) (laughs) Always working, always working. Shout out to Vin. Absolutely, Vin. He books. He books many promotions. He books several promotions. He books several promotions. He does. <laughs> Vinny Massaro. Well. He, he books a lot of promotions. Well. He does and very well, though. <laughs> that son of a bitch, Vinny Massaro. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. So good. And then, uh, yeah, Sunday. Uh, CZW's on Sunday. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I, I have to figure I out the whole. I I couldn't find yeah. it. Yeah. I remember so. I told you earlier this week that I was going to do a CZW match, but honestly, I couldn't, like, where am I supposed to find this? So I'm going to get to the bottom of where the fuck where we're supposed to find Where do you watch CZW? Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> That's a question yeah. I'm going to have to put out to CZW. But yeah. also, also on Sunday, uh, on Fight Pay-Per-View, so mm. not Fight Plus, but standalone, uh, Hood Slam. Hood Slam's this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hood yep. Slam has a Hood big Slam's show coming up. I think they're uh, the live shows across the bridge in San Francisco. 
Um, they've been doing some great things this last uh, forever, but since they've been back through the pandemic, they've been having a lot of great stuff here in San Francisco, here in Oakland. So yeah. that's going to be a great show. When is the 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 J Cup's not this weekend, right? No, Jersey J Cup is maybe next couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's coming up. Uh, yeah, I just want. I'm like, because we definitely have like to shout that next, out. I feel like it's next. I hope it's not next weekend. Mm. <laughs> is, it, is it next weekend? When is it? Oh, during man. during the uh, the big football game. Oh, I didn't even think about football. I don't watch football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, me neither. I don't really. I don't really watch. Like I watch it a little bit. I, I dabble in football. I mostly mm. just watch it for the memes. Oh, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah it's on the 11th. So, mm, so it's next week. Next Saturday mm. would be the Jersey Jacob. Okay. Um, and it's over two sessions. Uh, mm. So they have. That's a part of Fight TV, Fight Plus. I don't want to keep saying. Yeah, it's gonna Fight be. Plus. Yeah, yeah, it's all on Fight Plus. Nice. Um, which is interesting because this is G. Uh, well, it's GCW and JCW like co-promoting it. Yeah. See, because so, I I had tweeted normally... out that like I was like, oh, it's gonna be a free show, blah blah blah. But representatives from J, uh, JCW were like, oh no, this one's gonna be paid because of the yeah. magnitude of everything going on. So that makes sense. Like if you look at the lineup for it, mm-hmm. a first round matchup is Mike Bailey versus John Gresham. Yeah, that's first round. Uh, <laughs> my favorite, first round. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite wrestler, Tony Deppin, is wrestling mm-hmm. Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, Starboy Charlie and Joey Janela. Did we get into WrestleMania announcements? We haven't gotten into WrestleMania. Oh my god! Oh, uh, Isn't this? Kota how did Ibushi. we get here? Kota Ibushi Kota is going Ibushi. to wrestle Speedball Mike Bailey. At Bloodsport, I don't even know if you call that wrestling at Bloodsport. They're gonna fight at Bloodsport. Imagine the pent up frustration, Mike, that Kota Bushi has had being stuck, injured in Japan, not being able to be on these big shows. Yeah. What do you think he's gonna do or try to do to speedball Mike Bailey here at Bloodsport? Um, like to paraphrase from another american wrestler here uh he'd probably kick his fucking head in if yep, i had to mm-hmm. guess like yep, yep, yep. he's uh it. i yeah. he probably wants to make mike bailey look like the watermelon in mike bailey's announcement so, <laughs> totally yes uh, i would think so but i would think so then i'm also like i'm reading this uh you know i'm reading uh that dark pure wrestler flosion account mm-hmm. they you know they seem to have like they've had some actual access to speaking with ibushi mm-hmm. and uh he wants to wrestle like a more grounded and violent style. Ugh. Like, okay. So maybe I'm less nervous you know, for everybody that's going to wrestle him. Like maybe no Phoenix Splash, but like when he hits the Kamigoye, you might actually lose your head. Like, yeah, I think that's what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared. Like, and also I'm now nervous. Now, there's the like pent up anticipation of like, Who's he gonna wrestle at spring break? Like now I know he's coming. Now it's like who's he wrestling? And also and speaking sh- of spring break, and also speaking of speedball Mike Bailey, one on one with somebody <laughs> we talked about on this show by Kingo. I can't mm-hmm. even believe this. WrestleMania weekend is insane. And Mike Bailey, if you're watching this, rest your body, ice it, 
just be careful out there because I know everybody's sending texts, emails. They're trying to get you. They want you to be in 25 matches. What's careful the, out there, bro. Was, was it you that tweeted out the uh, <laughs> over-under? Over-under. <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. 10 mm-hmm. matches. Mm-hmm. I, Definitely I, over. I think I'll put him over 10. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Because will like, figure out a way. Because Bloodsport's on Thursday, and I'm mm-hmm. sure there's shows running all the way to Sunday. There is. So he can get on three shows in a day for sure. Yeah. I, oof. Yeah. Oh, God. It's crazy. Yeah. Speedball, Speedball and Big Kingo. Ma- Maki Ito is at the show, too. Mm-hmm. Um, another announcement at the collective that they put out recently is uh, Speedball and Mao mm-hmm. are teaming up. Oh, shit. Jordan, against Jordan. That's Alder right. And oh, yeah. That's going to be fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. And that's just like what's announced between those couple of shows. There's like yeah. a there's a bazillion shows happening. There's so much weekend. stuff to announce. Too, Timothy yeah. Thatcher's at Bloodsport. Johnny Bloodsport's coming back. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to get Brian Keith on Bloodsport though, for reals. My guy's oh, yeah. got to be on there this year. Oh man, mm-hmm. I want it. Yeah. Uh, World on Lucha's happening too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot's gonna be busy. I'm about to be out in LA, so. Yeah. Got big, we got big gate brunch for the cult. For, for the cult. Uh, so Brian Key's going to be out there for for the culture. Already, yep, yep. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, get him in Bloodsport. Well, you got to get him at Bloodsport. I remember talking to him last year, WrestleMania weekend, being like, "Why aren't you on Bloodsport?" And he's like, "I want to be on Bloodsport." So hopefully this year he's on Bloodsport. Brian Key versus Two Cold Scorpio is going to kick so much ass. It's going to be fire, dude. Um, I love it. Yeah. So cool. My, Myron Reed, Myron Reed's there. Leo Rush is there. Like mm-hmm. that. Uh, that card is. It's going to be fun. That card's going to be insane. I'm excited. There's a lot of great indie wrestling coming up. There's a lot of great indie wrestling that's going to be on this weekend. Uh, check out some of the shows we told you about. Uh, you know, if you see a show near you in your area, buy a ticket and consider checking it out. You know, it goes to part your local promotions. Yep. They, I'm sure they would very much love to have your butt like in their seats. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. like standing up and cheering and chanting, holy shit, mm-hmm. Send, sending us a video of some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of our Twitters are there. Tag us yep. in all your crazy gifts. Mm-hmm. Like we want to see all your get. Let us. See yeah, well, I need gifts of the week. So like, send me yeah. all the gifts, man. Yeah. I want flips. Tag, I want all the shits. Tag us in all the gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, go find your favorite wrestler social media. Go find their merch store link. Go buy some merch of theirs. Mm-hmm. Support all your favorite wrestlers. Yep. They're uh, you know they're out there traveling out of their own pocket in a lot of cases too. You know and, and support your favorite uh, wrestling personalities too jordan castle on the mm-hmm. wrestling prestige i, I sound like he was calling the show by itself but he was going crazy yeah. um veda scott is a tremendous uh independent wrestling commentator ring announcers referees all of them everybody man everybody that's making the the wheels turn cameraman camera people you know yeah you know what i'm saying gopro who probably do gopro oh, sorry gopro oh sorry go gopro wrestling wrestling go yeah. Pro wrestling yeah yeah but shout out I to f- them. I, too. Feel, I feel like they do. I feel like they do like almost every show that I watch now. Yeah, seriously, at minimum. Yeah. So and then you know, uh, just like we we're saying, uh, fight, fight plus IWTV high spots has a thing. Um, pro wrestling TV for free is really cool too. They got uh, uh, Warrior Wrestling shows that are super fun. Um, yeah. Wrestling is everywhere, dude. If you can't find it, even for free, like even if you don't have anything, you can still find an immense amount of awesome wrestling for free. Yeah. So many times of promotion. Garden States on YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. But thank you very much for tuning in. 
uh you can find us both at all of our socials below do you have anything else for yourself you want to plug reg um grab city yeah watch grab saturday it's on fightful yeah and this show come back every week we're gonna have more we're gonna have interviews we're gonna have all the cool things attached to this we're gonna talk to some wrestling promoters some wrestlers some of those managers and uh referees and all those things we're telling you about because we want to shine a light on all the independent wrestling promotions we talked about 150 wrestlers here today so i think we're doing our job right yeah i don't know let us know in the comments Thank you so much for uh, spending some time on Thursday night with us. Go watch Wrestling Revolver right now or Wrestling Open or yeah, something. Find some wrestling to watch. I don't know if there's like impact on I think. Yeah. Uh, have a good night, everybody, though. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. We'll be on a little earlier on Thursday. But uh, enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe.